Welcome to Artist to Artist. I'm your host, Jim Russell, and today I'm talking with Tallahassee award-winning photographer, poet, mom, and mental health advocate, Katie Clark. Despite the shutdown of so many art venues and events in 2020 due to the pandemic, Katie is making a big splash in the North Florida area and beyond. It's a pleasure to have her here with me today to learn and discuss with her where she gets her artistic energy. All right, Katie, thanks for joining me today on the very first Artist to Artist. I, mean, it's, uh, I really appreciate you doing this and, and taking that chance on me because I'm learning as I go here, so um, I really appreciate you being here today. Well, it's my pleasure. Cool. Uh, well, we've known each other for a little while, and, uh, but I went into uh, your Facebook. I, like I said earlier, I, said I, I stalked you today to, to look at some of your stuff, and honestly, I was really amazed about how much you're doing in... 2020, you're, you're, you're everywhere, you know, the, the poetry, and you're an author, and you're doing photography, you're doing kid, what, kid stuff, right, for, um, how, tell us, how did you, how'd you get into it, how'd you, how did you, how did you find yourself in this place? I just had an idea and went with it. So, it, it, a lot of times artists feel like something kind of pops in their mind, and they just feel motivated to go there, is that kind of what it felt like? Yes, or? definitely. Um, you uh, actually had been in photography a long time ago, right? Because your parents uh, were into photography, is yes. that right? I did photography in high school because my um, dad was a photographer in the Navy. And my grandmother, his mom, was a photographer at the Navy base uh, for their newsletter. She was a public affairs officer. That's really cool. Yeah, I, actually I've had some experience in being a public affairs person, so... Yeah, that's a tough job. So, uh, and then, and then you became a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a question for you though, because when I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at your stuff. Okay, tell me what this is, because because I it's just what is instructional instructional systems design and technology? That's you have a master's degree in that, right? Or um, I I started it, okay. I haven't finished it. So you're I'm the graduate sure. level. So you're the graduate yeah. level. What it, what is that? It is. Um, Designing instructional systems, literally, like the curriculum okay. for teaching. So when, a, so when a high school or a middle school has a curriculum about how they should approach English or social studies or something like that, you're on that side that develops that and tells them how it should be structured. Yes. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, uh, yeah. Back when my kid was doing the Common Core stuff, that I think we could have used you. <laughs> <laughs> Katie says this is no. <laughs> Do it this way. Um, so I looked up some stuff about you in the in the Tallahassee Arts Guide. You're you're in the in the uh, the Council on uh, Creative Arts. You know mm-hmm. here in, in in Tallahassee, and you're literary. You're doing stuff with uh, children's books, science fiction, poetry, photography. It's an environmental city, wildlife. Um, but right now you have, uh, and I mentioned before, you're a, a mental health advocate, and right now you have an exhibition going on in Panama City, right? Yes. So tell me about that. So it is called Faces of Hope, and it, it was something that I came up with two, almost three years ago, and I, I wanted to show that people with mental illnesses can be successful. And I also wanted to show that people with mental illnesses can be anybody. And so I took pictures of people 
including you. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> and, I'm there. And um, I got an interview from them telling how, what, what is their diagnosis and generally, and what they did to overcome their mental illness. And I, I at, at the exposition, there is both the pictures and the interview. So the viewer is able to see both and hopefully by seeing both and stigma is reduced. Yeah, I can tell you this, being someone who has, you know, not just one, but three mental illnesses, you know, uh, mine's uh, depression, panic disorder, and generalized anxiety. From, from that standpoint, not just the artist interviewer standpoint, but I really appreciate what you've done. You know, and you know, of course, you know, I've been involved with this and, and you took some good pictures of me that, you know, that I really appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, I, but from that standpoint, though, bravo that, that you're doing this and you're speaking out and, you're, and you literally are giving faces of hope and you literally are showing that we have a right to be employed, we have a right to be successful, all of that. And it means a lot to me. And so, so thank you for, for, for doing that. Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten? Have you gotten emails? or How did, how did um, it go at opening? The... So far, I've gotten really good feedback. Um, part of the show was a wall that had paper on it and let people share their own stories. And it's almost oh, wow. full. Wow. That's, there are so many people like us around that don't have maybe the environment to speak out about it or they're afraid of speaking out to their employer, you know, mm -hmm. I guess, one, and one of the angles in which I've often talked about this is the employer angle. What would you say to uh, employers who wonder what should they do if they, you know, or how should they respond or how should they, if anything, work with somebody amongst their, their, their staff maybe that has a mental illness? It's just like any other illness, physical illness. Um, they should be given accommodations by law. So ADA right. kicks in. Um, and and I, you know, we found when I was working over uh, you know, my, my prior life at the police department, I was a supervisor over there, and, um, and that's the way we did approach it, you know, because um, in, in, in teaching, too, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's that these are and especially now with the pandemic, teachers are under a, uh, are, are a lot of stress, mm -hmm. you know. So I think we can even speak specifically to our to our, our heroes that are in the, the in the teaching world right now is they they um, need to be supported, they need right. to be you know take time off when they need to and be allowed to make appointments to see counselors and that sort of thing. Um, well, I, well, again, that's just awesome that you're doing that. I'm glad you're getting good feedback from it. And uh, what, and tell us more about uh, where do people go if they want to go see this show? Unfortunately, it's only up for one more day. Okay, so so September 26th. It's, yes. It's a, if they have the, if they're in Panama City, it's Panama City Center for the Arts, and it's okay. downtown. Um, so, is there an online way they can look at this as well? Um, there is online. Uh, it's in, it's on my website. Okay. So, if people go to kmclarkphotography.shootproof.com and type in Faces of Hope. Great. They, they they can pull up the gallery and see the pictures in the in the interviews. Excellent. Now I'm going to mention both of your websites. You have Whisper Grove also is, the, is your where they are. That is my literary website. Yeah, so so and I will make sure that we that we uh, put those out there again at the at the end as well cuz I definitely want people to go see the, the the work that you're doing. 
Um, and there's so much work that, that you're doing. <laughs> I mean, literally, look at this. So people can't see this right now. I have, like, pages of stuff that you're doing, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. She is like this powerhouse in Tallahassee. Um, so, but a year ago, you know, being an author, you had a book that came out called Acceptance of Seasons. And there's a quote. I can't remember if it was during this time that you, that you uh, launched the book or if it was a little bit after, but I love this quote. You said, stigma a virus spreading across America, the antidote, empathy, compassion, your voice can spread the cure. How yes. poignant is that for where we are right now? You know? Yes. Um, so tell me about this book. I mean... Uh, Acceptance of Seasons is... And you a have a copy in your hands. Yes. <laughs> awesome. is, you guys can't see it, but I do have it in my hands. It, mm-hmm. it is a book of poems that I wrote is my experiences as a person who has bipolar disorder. And I wanted to spread hope. Almost all my poems end in hope. Yes. yes. And um, I just wanted an opportunity to make mental illness and put it in a good light. Yeah. Um, well, you brought your book. It's in your hand. Would you mind terribly? Could some? Could could our listeners um, hear you read one of your poems? Yes. Okay. And since it's autumn. I'm going to read this autumnal existence. Okay. As I walk down the path of the woods, I search for solace. Step by step, stumbling along, wondering if this step will be my last. What is this existence? Why must we don these flesh suits and toil all day only to be like the dead at night? Rinse, repeat. The dawn comes whether you want it or no. The night engulfs all bright thoughts. The lighthouse guides the mariner through the darkest of nights as I seek the shining stars in the gloomiest of moods. I breathe with the trees, inhale the sweet Florida air, exhale all my broken promises and dangling dreams. If only I could photosynthesize like the summer's green leaves, produce my own happy energy. Instead, I must fade to red and then brown in this perpetual audible existence. The days grow short and I wait for winter, dreaming of the spring that may never come. But come it must, for though I may never grow from acorn to mighty oak, I will persevere through the changing of the seasons. Even autumn, cool winds of bliss blow upon my brow. Wow, that is beautiful. That is awesome. And I hope... And I hope our listeners uh, get that book. Where can they get it if they want a copy of it? Um, they can go to, uh, to Amazon okay. and type in Acceptance of Seasons by Katie Clark, and they, it will come up. Fantastic. So Acceptance of Seasons on Amazon. Get the book. Um, and I know that you were doing, uh, for a while, you were doing uh, poetry reading on Facebook, right? Yes. Um, so. I would, you know how people were doing live viewings of guitar playing and yeah I was like well what can I do yeah I could do some poetry yep. so I was doing live live views of po- reading poetry and yeah. I would read my poetry and I would read famous poetry poets like um, Langston Hughes yeah one of my favorite poets uh-huh that's awesome and I, and I listened to it too I tuned in several times when you were doing it and uh, that's really a, a, a gift to the community that's really something that 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 especially during these times and stuff when people are they're stressed everybody is dealing with it if not a uh, a diagnosable mental illness we're all dealing with this the stress you know from our environment so that's a gift to the people that, you, that you've done to um to allow them to kind of just sort of just immerse themselves in your poetry you know mm-hmm. um 
Spinning off of that, though, recently you did something where you uh, had your poetry around, is it called Poetry on the Pain? That, yeah, Poems on Pains. Poems on Pains, yeah. Yeah, so. for Tallahassee, it was through COCA, uh -huh. and um, I wrote a poem about Tallahassee, and it was selected to go on the visit, Tallahassee Visitors um, I'm not sure what it's called. Tallahassee, just Tallahassee like visitors. Visit, visit Tallahassee. Visit Tallahassee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On Jefferson. Yeah. So they they put it up there, and it was up there for about two months. Yeah, I I, I remember seeing like uh, pictures of it posted on the on the outside of uh, um, businesses and stuff, you know. And uh, it, it's funny. I would always look to see if there was somebody like standing in front of a business, like what are they reading, you know? And it's really cool that that uh, you know a lot of times I don't think enough people seek out poetry you know mm -hmm. and so to have that presented to them where they can see it and they can and they can be exposed to it I think is, is really good but you guys have taken it a step further though right there's a what's the it, it's poetry to go what is that uh, we're, oh right <laughs> yeah told <laughs> you I, I told you I stopped you <laughs> oh I know all about you <laughs> the, so the poems on pains went a little further yeah they local businesses had um, think of like a, a fortune cookie, okay. um, little, little sized, um, poems and all the poems on pains got printed on these little cards. And if you go, if you went out to like Cabo's and got takeout, you got one of these poems on, um, poems to go. That is so cool. I, I love that. You know, um, I just love the exposure to, to, to this this literature, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. I think, I think it's just fantastic. So, um, but you see, so you're an author, you're a poet, um, photographer. I think we are, we've already mentioned, I'm sitting in your photography studio right now in, <laughs> in railroad square, surrounded by beautiful pictures everywhere, photographs everywhere. And they're, and they're wonderful. Um, but your, your photographs aren't just here in railroad square. And, and I listed this there at Tallahassee city hall. You've had them there. Um, the FSU Museum of Fine Arts, which is a very prestigious venue, I might add. I've gone there. They've got the, the world-renowned people there, and you're amongst them. Uh, uh, my favorite books, bookstore, right? Yes. Um, the, uh, of course, Panama City that, we, that we've mentioned. It's currently actually there. I've got some other art. Um, so you have more F, art there. F yeah, F-Stop um, Photography Contest, which I won second place, second place in honorable mention. Wow, so, so they could actually, so even when Faces of Hope completes, your stuff is still going to be out there? They could still see your stuff in Panama City? Uh, no, it's, it's completing at the same time. Okay, all right. Well, then we need to tell them to, to, to bring you back as soon as possible. Okay. You know? I mean, it, really, I mean, because it's, it's great. And, and also at the, it's at the Tallahassee Airport, right? Right. Or as we like to call it, the Tallahassee International Airport. Right, now. right, right. Because <laughs> yeah, I think we fly to the Bahamas, but <laughs> but uh, so um, you've had it there as well. So and that's coming up again. It comes it's every year. It's called Photo Fest. Oh, fancy! So your stuff's going to be there again? I hope so. I'll find out be. next week. <laughs> it, it, it should be. Now, there's something that that I think is so cool, um, and it's one of the latest things. Is we have a hotel that's being built. Right next to Railroad Square, it's the Hyatt. Uh, it's the Hyatt. It's I the think. Hyatt. Yeah. yeah. Hyatt at Railroad Square. Right. The Hyatt at Railroad Square is being built. It's due to open, I think, January, February, somewhere in there, right? Maybe mm -hmm. soon. It looks like they're getting pretty close to being done. But um, I want you to tell us that. How, 
tell us about your involvement with them. So um, Railroad Square Management in January, February, sent out an email to everybody saying that um, the Hyatt wanted local art. Mm -hmm. So I submitted and I was selected. Yeah. So my art is going to be in the guest rooms. I will have two pieces in every guest room. That is incredible. And I got to see the hotel yesterday. You got, yeah, you got a tour? I got, yeah, I got a tour. Oh, my god! And gosh. it looks so cool. <laughs> that is cool. Do they have your stuff up yet? Is it already oh, going no. up? Or is there no. still, they're still building the they're rooms. They're still building the rooms. Yeah, but... So that's because we've all been to hotels. You're like, I wonder where that art comes from, you know. But now, everyone listening, now you know. <laughs> if you stay at the Hyatt, which you should, if you're if you're visiting Tallahassee, uh, and you should come to Railroad Square, and you should come to Katie's uh, photo studio, um, the the photos you see in there are her photos, and that's you know, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I just think that's the coolest <laughs> thing. It's like <laughs> it's like I know I know a hotel art photographer, you know. But that's really cool too, and I have to take my hat off to the Hyatt that uh, they are supporting their local artists and their neighbors here at Railroad Square. That's really cool that they're, that they're doing that, and they're and they're and they're getting local talent, uh, you know, made at home stuff, original stuff. I think it's fantastic, and, and and again, bravo to you to to be the one that's that that has your stuff in there. I think it's just great. Um, what? I was going to talk about this a little bit later, but I think it's a good segue. If somebody, you know, there's so much that you're doing in photography and stuff, but we see a lot of times that, um, you know, people are, you know, now everyone has a cell phone, they're taking photos and stuff like that, you know, and, and uh, but if somebody wants to be a commercial photographer, and, and I know there's a lot to it, you know, uh, I don't know enough about it because I'm not a photographer, but if somebody wanted to be like, you know, that they want to be a paid commercial photographer, what is it that they need to do to, to get there? Start out with just taking pictures. <laughs> I know I started out with just my cell phone. Mm -hmm. And I worked on composition and lighting. And I then I got a point and shoot camera. Mm -hmm. And um, took pictures and just kept going out and taking pictures, going out and taking pictures, until going out and taking pictures. And then I got um, a DSLR camera. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's when I started taking pictures of people uh, rather than just landscapes. Right. And the biggest thing they can do is to find somebody in their field that's willing to teach them. Yeah. I have learned so much from Bob O'Leary, my, my um, friend and business partner. And he's a, an, an iconic photographer here in Tallahassee, yes. and he's staring at me over his shoulder right now <laughs> in a picture. There's a picture of him staring at me. But, yeah, a, so Bob's been a mentor to you, huh? Yes. That's, that's fantastic. Um, do, I just, this just popped into my head. Do, are photographers still using film, old-style film? Do you guys there use that? There are some. Yeah. I, I don't personally use film, but yeah. there are still some people using film. Yeah, because uh, my, my dad actually was a... Was a uh, amateur photographer and but very much into it and there's still pictures all over our house and stuff and he had the old canon uh you know the 35 millimeter mm -hmm. and stuff and he did all that stuff and so i and i remember we were from rochester that's where, that's where we lived which is where kodak is and so everybody there's a big f photography i don't know uh not fad but big a big hobby following there and uh and uh and he used to do a lot of film, so I, was, I wondered, you know, do people still use film? And I guess some do, mm -hmm. retro folks and that kind of thing. I guess there's some people that actually 
use vintage cameras still, right? That they, right. That, yes, uh, yeah, I, um, if I ever got it into something like that, I think I would, I would probably go digital just because of the cost, you know? Yes, yes, and right, yes, Because yes. I, I would take so many photos um, that needed to be discarded. Yeah, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be much more economical for me to do that, you know? So, um, but uh, yeah, it, and it, it's, uh, and you've been in like a whole bunch of newspapers and stuff too. You've been in Tallahassee Magazine and you've won some awards as, as well. Uh, there's something that is at the, and I wrote it down here somewhere, it's the Florida Authors and Publishers Association? Yes, the Florida Authors and Publishers Association. I got bronze for my book, Acceptance of Seasons. That's really cool. That's, that's, that's really neat. That, uh, so when I, said, when, I, when I introduced it, I said award-winning. I was right. I wasn't lying, right? Yes. Um, so in kind of spinning off of the, uh, of the uh, idea of how people might become a photographer, how does someone get into the literary field? You know, the people, I think writing is almost making a comeback now because more people are on their phones and that's, you know, but, and, they're, and, they're, and they're posting things and they're writing. But how, do, how would somebody get something from their mind into a book and published and sold and, and, and juried and all that stuff? Um, just like taking pictures, you start, you gotta start taking pictures. To write, you've got to write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really yeah. have to write. And look for local organizations that help write, like the Tallahassee Writers Association and Tallahassee Rimos. Um, every November, there's an event called NaNoWriMo. 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 Okay. National Novel Writers, Write, Writers Month. Okay. Because um, November is National Novel Writers Month. So we're coming up on that. Perfect right. timing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and if if one could just write every day and try to write their novel, um, even if you don't even if you don't actually get to fifty thousand words, which is the the goal that month, mm -hmm. um, just writing every day, writing every day, writing every day, something even even just a sentence every day, even little. That's how you get into writing. Because I think a lot of people, they, they are afraid of writer's block, right? So is the way to deal with writer's block just to write something? Even write if it's, something. Even if it still makes no sense at all? Even if get, it makes no sense, just write something. Then I should be good. So, okay. <laughs> 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 what, what if that's all you write is just stuff that has, makes no sense? That, that would be me. You know, it would be like a Jim's book of, of uh, nonsense, you know? Stuff. Right. Um, well, it, you know, you've... You, I think I've only just barely touched on some of the things that you're um, that you're doing. Uh, but tell me, where where does Katie Clark go now? What are the future projects that are on the horizon? Okay, that are so happening? what I currently have in my pocket, so to speak, uh -huh. is is I am publishing. I'm going to get my children's book published. It's a fairy novel. Oh wow! Okay, so tell us about that. Are, um, are you, is it a secret, or can you tell us? No, 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 no. Okay. It's about a, a fairy um, um, who doesn't really fit in because she likes to do likes insects and and she likes to do archery and and for girl fairies that's not that's a no no. You the girl fairies sculpt flowers and. Um, they sort just don't do that. They have to fit the stereotype, they right? They have to fit the stereotype. Yeah. She doesn't fit the stereotype, and she's picked on. Um, That's really cool. Um, so what happens to her? 
Well, <laughs> is, that, is that the secret? <laughs> no, 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 no. And she's what's called a glorious orphan, which is somebody from the war. There okay. are two races of fairies on the on this planet. It's on um, the Snow Guard and the Legna. She's a Legna. Okay. And throughout the history, they've they've had they've been warring with each other. And in the last war, her parents died. Oh. Uh-huh. And she doesn't even know their names. Oh wow! Yeah. So she's she goes on an adventure, a journey to try to find her parents. So, um, so when does this when does this book get published? You might have mentioned it. I, I was just so. Oh, so, I had to mention it. Okay. I am in the process of sending it to publishers. Fantastic. And if I can't get it traditionally published, I'm just going to publish them on Amazon. Yeah. Um, so, what what age group is this for? Like, what? This is from nine to twelve year olds. Oh, perfect. Okay, so so which which is really good because. Especially that's right before middle school, isn't it? When you're, you know, 12 years old. It's at the very end of elementary and going into like sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's actually, because uh, I have, a, I have a, a middle schooler who's, who's uh, 13. And, uh, and I remember middle school. And middle school was like uh, a cauldron, <laughs> you <Yes>. know? <laughs> was there any, uh, for, for, the, for the fairy, for your protagonist, uh, was the inspiration uh, personal experience or, or observation or, or pure creation? Um, I used to tell stories to my two children. I have a 13-year-old and an 18-year-old, uh-huh. but they were young once, and I used to tell stories, and this is where the fairy came from. Oh, yeah. So So this fairy has existed in... in, in uh, in your oral storytelling then, right? Yes, it's existed. Wow. This this book has existed in my mind for at least 18 years. <laughs> so, it's it wow. did, it took a long time to actually get it out. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you are getting it out. I'm I'm glad you're telling people because I really hope that uh, um, I really hope that people um, check it out, you know, parents, you know, um, I, I'll read it to my 13 or 14 year old. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I, I will. I mean, I can sit down and listen to this. Um, I do have another poetry book that I am trying to get published. It is politics. I really want to get it published this year because it has politics and nationalism. Oh wow! Okay. And cool. patriotism. Neat. And that. And when does that come out? Is so before the end of the year? I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. What is that one called? Do you have a title for it yet? Um, Voices of Winter. Oh, neat. That's neat. You might have made, that sounds familiar. Did you mention that on Facebook or anything like I that? I think I have. Yeah, that sounds like, oh, I've heard that. I, I read it. It was one of the books that I read during when I was doing the online readings. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and I guarantee, being politics, you'll get a lot of feedback from that. You know? Right. <laughs> so, um, but that's good, though. You know, people need to be having... Uh, conversations that are that are um, that are positive and that are collaboratory and that you know collaborative rather, and uh, um, and quit being so mean to each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, that goes. You know, people are people are really, you know, as far as each other's mental health, they really are twisting each other by just being plain mean. It doesn't. It's not good for people and stuff. Um, so, so you got these these two projects going on. You I've know. got a couple more. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me all about. So, I love this. Um, I sum, I have submitted to be in the Lemoyne Holiday Show. Very good. And um, the six two one neighbors diversity show, and um, 
Coca's Photo Fest. So Lemoyne, for those of you who don't know, is a it's a local nonprofit for the arts. They have a museum uh, here in town, a museum and studios and stuff. And they do the Lemoyne, uh, they do the art show every every spring when we're not having a pandemic. Um, and then 621 is a gallery here in Railroad Square that brings all different artists in uh, mm -hmm. and has lots of shows and that, and that kind of thing. So for so those of you who are not from Tallahassee, um, there is so much to do in the arts here. You know, um, That's an interesting question because I think about this a lot. Uh, where do you see the arts going in Tallahassee? Do you think Tallahassee's in the, in the, going in the right direction or how do you feel about it? I think Tallahassee has supported me as an artist so much and I really, especially organizations like COCA, Council, was, is, uh, what does that stand for? Council of the Arts, <laughs> COCA. Yeah, that's, yeah, and they, and, and I can see that and that's, and that's really, you know, for me, and, and like, uh, and just talk, speak about mental health, um, that I was, it's, a, it's amazing you think, oh, Tallahassee, a little southern town, and are they gonna, you know, be, be, be open-minded and stuff. I've actually been really surprised about how this town does embrace people that have afflictions like we do and other people do, and have supported us in a lot of ways. Not everybody, but a lot, you mm -hmm. know. My job did um, to help the Tallahassee arts community is embracing you and lifting you up, and, and I think that's really, I think that really speaks a lot for the kind of people that live here in this town, you know. Um, before we start wrapping up here today, uh, is there anything else you wanted to, 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 uh, to mention to our, to our listeners? Just pursue your passions. Um, never give up hope. There's always hope. I think that's I think that's great advice. Um, but here's what I want to do. Um, I would love you to take us out. Do you have another poem you might be willing to read? Sure. Um, I think that would be great. Uh, and because I want you to have the last the, the last word here. So, um, but before you read that, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today on the very first artist to artist uh, podcast. And I hope that you have a lot of listeners i hope a lot of people tune in and um and listen to how art literature photography whatever medium that someone decides can be something that really gives them a lot of uh strength so thank you so much katie for being here well thank you for bringing me on my pleasure and with that you can take us out with it with the reading this is called again because it's autumn i'm reading autumn theme poems this one's called Equinox of Leaves. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Words muttered in desperate prayer. Who is it that you hate? You, of course. The rough, cracked pot, the broken human. Days never ending, but the world digging into your heart, begging for release. Release from this Jupitonian gravity. I love you, I love you, I love you. Words muttered in thankful meditation. Who is it that you love? You, of course, the mended pot, the healed human, days full of possibilities, the world cradling your heart, begging for a chance, a chance to make a difference, no matter how small. I hate you, I love you, which is it today? Shall you rise and fall with the seasons, changing a none? For one, you shall surely wither into winter, and the other bloom into spring. For now, you should embrace both in the multicolored realm of fall.
Beautiful. And I, I lied because I want to say one more thing. Um, that everybody should go to whispergrove.wordpress.com. That's W-Y-S-P-E-R grove.wordpress.com for more poetry from Katie. And go to kmclarkphotography.shootproof.com for her photography. So again, yes. thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. Artist to Artist with Jim Russell is brought to you by Jim Russell Art, LLC, 688 Industrial Drive, Railroad Square Art Park, Tallahassee. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me by going to jimrussellart at gmail.com or find me on the web at jimrussellart.com. Thanks, and hope to see you here again.